You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Lori Patrick in the studio with me from Century 21 Dome Realty, Inc. Lori, good to see you again. How have you been? I've been well, Dave. Thank you. So, uh, hey, we finally got the warmer weather. Uh, things starting to heat up a bit in the market, too? It is opening up out there. It's busy. Spring has sprung. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been busy the last two, three weeks. Pretty solid, pretty steady. Yeah, well, that's all part of it, you know. But, I mean, you put in the groundwork and the legwork going back three months, four months, all the time before. So, yeah, you're going to be busy because you've set the table. I've set the table. Now we have some more product coming on the market, new product, not, mm-hmm. not the stuff that's been sitting. And the buyers are starting to come out when it's in that, you know, minus 40 range. They're a little reluctant. I'll drag some of them out if I think they really need to see a house. But now they're, they're starting to get the itch. Yeah, well, and, you know, part of this too is, you know, this time of year you have a lot of people making those major moves or looking at making major moves, whether it's okay, you know, we want to move when the kids are off school, so they're trying to get things set up, so possessions kind of, you know, during those summer months or whether they're out there starting to look. But, boy, you know, I I still marvel because it's still a buyer's market and it's still a tough market, and there's still so many people that are doing the for sale by owner, trying on their own. There is, and uh, it is still a buyer's market. And if you can't navigate that market or navigate the complexities of a sale, which can get complicated, I, you really shouldn't be trying it. You know, I, I think sometimes people think, oh, well, you know, I'll just call and get a couple quotes, you know, from, you know, different agents or whatever. And then I'll go, okay, and I'll take the price I like, and then I'll just sell it myself. So much more goes into a transaction, selling and buying a home. So much more goes on the devil in the details, as it were. And I think people sometimes just don't realize how quickly things can go south and how badly they can go south. Well, that is true. And I did have uh, a a client now that called me a couple months ago, and she had managed to sell her property. It was an out-of-town property. And she kind of was, she had it on the market before and then she took it off and then she was able to sell it through friends of friends. You know, she didn't know the buyer, but there was some mutual connections between there. And so she'd sold the property and she contacted me because she had some questions. She'd heard me on the radio. I had a listing that fell into what they were going to be looking for in the city. So she gave me a call after they had sold it. And uh, we started looking at homes and the closer to the possession date of her current property, which happened last week, came. She started calling me and texting me a lot because everything was kind of blowing up. Because well, she didn't have an agent, right? This is She, she did, did not have an own. agent. She did it on her own. And if she must have said to me a dozen times, I will never do this again. I will never do this again. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so my first question is, where's your lawyer? Who's your lawyer? What's the contract say? Was that in writing? Because it was specific things. The buyers kept coming back to her with, have you fixed this? Have you fixed that? We want a second inspection before we take possession. And if you don't let us do that, we're not going to release the funds. And I mean, these are all things you can't do. Mm-hmm. Well, in our contracts, you can't do. You can't threaten to not release funds and things like that. So, uh, and she didn't know. And a lot of times she couldn't reach the lawyer or it was after hours or it was a Saturday when the buyer was trying to get in touch with her. And just a whole lot of inappropriate contact. And she didn't know what she could do or what was the best course of action. So right up until possession day, I was talking to her hours prior to the possession. Here's what you do. Do you have the lawyer on the phone? Do you have okay to release keys? Don't let them in without this uh, and all of that. So we had to go through it all. And she was, it was extremely nerve wracking for her. Mm. Well, it'd be incredibly nerve wracking. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. You know, the, I reading her emails at, late at night and she was saying, you know, this is so frustrating and nerve wracking. And, and in the middle of all, they're trying to move mm-hmm. kids in a big house and, and uh, they don't know if it's sold. Yeah. So in, in kind of in general terms, what are the risks a for sale by owner is running. What, what are some of those pitfalls or, or landmines that they, they could walk into? 
there's so much minutia involved when, especially in a complicated property like that, it's not that straightforward when you're rural and you have other things to consider, like just mechanics of the house and, and how the wells work and things like that. And they, they were under a, lot, a fair amount of duress from the buyer's inspector who didn't seem to know a lot about a rural property and his mm. inspection. So there's all sorts of things where it can go wrong. First of all, were you priced right? Second of all, when, when you have the buyer and seller together communicating over some of this stuff, and they're not putting any of it in writing. It's not in writing. It's not in writing. And, well, you know, you said you'd paint the door. Well, I didn't paint the door. So what are you going to do? You know, like it, it, little things like that. Mm-hmm, it, it's mm-hmm. not in writing. They negotiate it. And with they'll tell their respective lawyers. But again, the lawyers aren't there. Yeah. And they're third party twice removed here. Third party you know? twice removed. When you've got agents involved, the agents are doing this for you. And we're putting it all in writing. And we know what can be done and can't be done. I'm going to tell a buyer, you're not taking a home inspector back in there the morning of possession to hold them hostage and say, oh, well, we're not going to uh, release funds. You, you can't do that, yeah. right? But again, someone who's doing it on their own would have no idea. Right. She didn't know. And and uh, and so she phoned and asked me and I just said, well, it's unheard of in my industry, but see what your lawyer says. And so there, there's just too many pitfalls. And again, I, I think sometimes people, and there's different types of people. Some people just like to do things for themselves. Others think, okay. How hard could this be? And others go, well, okay, it'll be a little extra work for me, but I, I want to save money on that commission. You know, and it's, there's all the different outlooks and rationale and reasoning, but just some of the liability issues you could get yourself into. Oh, it, it could be huge. And I mean, it, they say a little knowledge is a terrible thing sometimes, right? And in this instance, a lot of people have confidence in their ability to sell their own home. They know it the best. They know mm-hmm. it the most. But that's probably one of the things going against them. Yeah, and they don't realize that. They don't realize that. And that's what's going against them when they're working one-on-one with a buyer. Yeah. You know, you say too much, you say too little, you, you don't know. You need that third neutral party in between, not to mention the legal pitfalls. There's just too many. I mean, they could be, that was her big concern. Are we going to be sued for this? And Is it in writing? Mm-hmm. No. Well, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, ask yeah. your lawyer, but... These are all things that would have been done for you ahead of time. And, and she realized that after the fact. It was just too stressful to try and do it on her own again. Mm-hmm. Lori Patrick with me from Century 21 Dome Realty, Inc. Uh, this is a special edition of Inside Real Estate. We're kind of looking at warmer, uh, sunnier climes for a little while here, which is always a nice break. You know, I find it interesting, too, where you're talking about kind of that, a bit of that gap in knowledge, you know. Number one, did she price it right? And, you know, there's that checklist you go through and the do's and the don'ts and knowing this is what is appropriate, this is what is legal expectations, this is your ex, your legal expectation on you as a seller and as a buyer, and you're really caught in no man's land. Right, because she, she just didn't have enough knowledge to be able to say to the buyer, no, we're not going to do that. Mm. She and didn't know she could. She didn't know she could, yeah. right, because she was asking me, can I say this? And I'm thinking, well, I, I don't think, well, first of all, I'm from a world where you two shouldn't be talking through these negotiations. Yeah. But now that we're in it, no, don't say that. Don't say anything. You know, and that was kind of where I was coming from when the this possession and she was worried it was going to be contentious because they had gone back and forth and she hadn't given them what they wanted and vice versa. My advice was basically say as little as possible. Mm-hmm. Just as soon as you get the okay, just step out of the way. You know, and I think I think partly too it, it it's difficult for people because they're emotionally attached. Yes. You know, uh, I mean, when you have a a top agent come in, it's their job to be objective, to be that objective lens for you and handle the the dealings and the back and forth with the other agents. But if you're, oh, yeah, look at this and look, and you're trying to show people around the house yourself, you're so emotionally invested and emotionally attached to it that someone will say something or do something that 
you don't like or they'll suggest a price that you go, oh, no, that's forget it. And there's no counter offers. There's no negotiation. There's no nothing. It's just that's it, you know, and you're offended and then everything falls apart. Well, yes, it's, it, that happens a fair bit. I mean, as a seller, you don't know where they got their price from if I'm dealing with a for sale by owner seller. But as a buyer, I, I often show private sales to buyers. But the first thing I say to a buyer is because sometimes before they get to me, they've called the buyer. And so I say, if you ever do that again, first of all, don't do that again. Mm -hmm. But if you do, never discuss price. Mm -hmm. Do not discuss the price. Just, is it still available? Can I see it? I'm bringing my agent. That's it. And again, if you've been properly trained and you know what you're doing, you can overcome these little sticky wicked situations and put things together and make them work. Mm -hmm. Yes. And and being kind of a a third party step back, look at it, third Mm -hmm. party. You're more objective. You can see the bigger picture. You're not emotional. I'm trying to get this deal together for two parties, but... And I'm invested in it, but not like you are in in that it's your house and you think you can do it better, but you probably can't. Professionally invested, not emotionally invested. Right. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Listen, uh, so much more to chat about, too. We're going to come back and chat some more in just a minute, all right? All right. Looking to buy or sell? Turn the key. Call Lori today, 591-5192. The website, lorisells.ca. Back with more of Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Century 21 Dome Realty, Inc. After this. You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Lori Patrick with me from Century 21 Dome Realty, Inc. Lori, uh, you know, even though it is a buyer's market, you're still finding multiple offers uh, a reality from time to time. I did. I found myself in two of them recently. Uh, Representing the buyer or the seller? Buyer both times, Mm -hmm. uh, within the last couple of weeks, both times. And we got both, but there were kind of different stories on how it happened. Uh, The one buyer, I had been keeping him up to date on properties he'd been looking for, and it just so happened that day that something came up I thought he might be interested in. I wasn't sure, but if I heard it over by email, you know, let me know. Within an hour, he was on the phone to me and saying, we have to go see this now, and oh, by the way, I'm leaving for Mexico tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Hey, <laughs> I'm in Costco, so <laughs> leave the cart. No, I didn't. I finished that. But uh, we were at the property within a couple hours, got through it that evening, back and forth, back and forth. Do they like it? Do they not? Went back the next day because we wanted to see it during the daytime because yeah. we got there late. It was dark. Mm-hmm. And so um, the wife wanted to see it in the daytime. We went back in the daytime and they're literally leaving within hours. And, and I'm like, what are we going to do now? So yeah. let, let's put in an offer. So we write the offer. And by the time I get it all signed, sent over to the selling agent, he tells me there's another offer. Well, now I can't reach them. Right. And so I'm, I'm somewhat at the mercy of this listing agent and, and explaining my situation. And he said, well, you have time. You know, they're going to land in so many hours. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting with my phone in my hand telling him we have to increase it to this amount. And, uh, and then we, I don't know what the offer is. You don't know right. what the other offer is ever when you're competing. But the listing agent's coming back to me saying, we're countering you to this. You have this much time to get me an answer or I'm going to offer B. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was a little, little sleepless that night, a little tense. Uh, but eventually we did connect. Uh, they agreed. We got some more paperwork signed. And we ended up with the offer, which was great. But, um, you know, sometimes if you're going to be writing an offer 24 hours before you're going to leave the city, (laughs) maybe we should have something in place where somebody can sign for you or, you know, let me know. But we couldn't predict what that was going to happen. So that that one was pretty uh, fast-paced, but we got it. So what's the scenario? Do you like, were they staying like at a resort or did they just They're staying on resort. So they found a computer they could access and print something off and sign or... 
Right. Yeah. Well, I was uh, texting with him seemed to be the quickest, but a mm. week in electronic signs. So I was okay. sending him I was sending him paperwork through a, a real estate program. But in talking to the uh, listing agent after the fact, we were uh, at a function together and we were discussing it after the fact. And, and he said, well, the two things that you got, we went in clean. Mm-hmm. which isn't always the case. So explain what clean means. Clean is we didn't need it any conditions. You know, uh, normally, even if people can know they're pre-approved, they'll put on a financing condition. Mm-hmm. But if you're very confident that you're going to be approved by the bank, there's no issues there, and uh, you're competing, take off as many conditions as you possibly can. It was a newer structure. It was a condo. It was relatively new, mint condition. So we didn't need a home inspection. Mm-hmm. We didn't bother with one of those because you could see it wasn't really necessary and it was likely still warranty on it. So we left it clean, which makes it more attractive to the seller. And uh, the other thing I told him to do was increase your deposit because I kind of know in that price range what everybody's going to write for a deposit because I'm taking offers the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's all the same. Yeah, it's the same. It ends it's up being the same. It's all the, the same the money. It's the, it's just a bigger deposit, but it's the same down payment. Increase the deposit, which he did. He took my advice. He did everything I said, and he, and the listing agent told me that that's what edged you out. You had no conditions and a bigger deposit, even though the other offer originally had more more money. Hmm. But they countered ours because they thought if we could bring the money up, then we would get it. So they we still did. Bring it clean. Yeah, and the second the second one was a similar scenario, but a little different. It was a younger um, younger buyer, first-time home, mm-hmm. relatively new to the city. Parents live out of town. And uh, we looked at this property early in the week. And sometimes I just, I have a sense. I thought, this is not going to be here. This mm-hmm. is going to go. This is priced well. It's an interesting property. And uh, it's one that he liked, but he didn't want to make a move until his parents came in on Saturday. Right. And I said... Which isn't all that unusual. It's but- not unusual. But, you know, I said to him, I'm going to have the agent let me know if somebody else offers. But keep in mind, I won't be surprised if that happens. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to offer before they get here, there's a condition period where they can see it and we can make sure it's all good during the inspection process. Uh, but understandably, I'm never going to push them. So mm. if, if they don't want to, he just didn't want to do anything, make a move without them coming to town. And by the time they came to town, we were competing. Right. Right. So, and again, kind of keep it. This one, we weren't dropping as many. We needed to keep those conditions in there. Yep. But part of the reason, and again, because I always ask the agent after the fact, why did I get it? Mm-hmm. I want to know. And uh, the deposit, it was the deposit again. again. I said, increase that deposit. It's the same amount. Yeah, it's, you're not paying anymore. Just increase that. It's a better foot forward. It shows better. Get a larger down payment, perhaps. But And we we put in a reasonable offer, too. We yeah. weren't coming in low or anything like that. And so uh, it, it worked out well. But it was, you know, when you're dealing with the buyer and you hear, oh, you're competing, mm. you kind of kick into a different gear immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to reevaluate, you know, what was originally, okay, we can probably write it like this. Now it's like, hey, this is the one you want. We got to do some things. Exactly. Yeah. So what we were talking about before, because I found out we were competing while we were in the house, (laughs) the agent phoned me and said, hey, there's another one on the table. And I said, okay, I'll get back to you within an hour sort of thing. And um, we had been talking about what would be our opening bid because being in a buyer's market and it was a house, it was a great house, but it needed some updating. Mm -hmm. So we thought, well, we can start back here. Right. Not unreasonable, but lower, you know, on the lower end scale. Because we had, you know, some time. But as soon as that call came in and, you know, you could see the disappointment plus a little bit of a panic. Okay, yeah. now what? Well, now here's what, forget what we just said. That offer goes up. This deposit goes up. This timeline to remove our conditions is shorter. That inspection happens within two days. Is your banking good? That, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Just make it as easy as possible for the seller and their agent to get to a yes. Yeah, you know, and it's... <laughs> 
you know, you do kind of run into those cases where the approach has to change on the fly. And that comes from being an expert at what you do and being a top producer and having the experience where you go, oh, okay, we're going to do this now. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, you have to shift gears immediately when that happens. So it, having that experience and having done, probably been in competing offer situations countless of times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would, I would put my stats up there. I probably get most of them. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to get them all. And sometimes you say two for two here. This is two for two. The, you know, we're off to a good start this year with competing offers for me. So yeah, I think there, there's things that you can, little things that you can do to make it stand out. Obviously price being the most important, mm-hmm. but you never know what that other offer price is going to be. So yeah. let's stand out in another way. Well, and and that way you do kind of differentiate yourself to a certain extent because the odds are the other agent might not be doing the same things. Well, true. And and I think sometimes, you know, just having been in, in the business for so long and, and having dealt with most, a lot of these agents, they, they know I'm coming at them. And not to say that the other buyer isn't as well, but mm. they, they trust that I'm likely going to get this closed. I'm not going to get the offer and then put it, you know, have it fall through on inspection or I'm working with an unqualified buyer. So, of course, you treat all parties fairly, but I'd, sometimes you wonder if a little bit of experience might help in that regard. Well, I, I would think the assumption is that you've done your due diligence and you've asked the right questions of your of your buyer. Right, and, and which I, I always do. So I'm, I'm not going to be showing somebody that's unqualified, and I think most agents on the other side would know that. As always, great chat with you. You too, Good Dave. To see you and enjoy the warm weather. Yes. <laughs> Looking to buy or sell, turn the key. Call Lori today, 591-5192. The website lorysells.ca. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Century 21 Dome Realty, Inc.